Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the New Vision Podcast. This is the second part of this podcast concerning land eviction in Uganda. Still with me is Solomon Moita. Solomon Moita is uh, the principal communications officer in the judiciary and we are looking at land eviction. What are the processes involved? Some of the legal remedies available for both parties in the land conflict. In our first part of this podcast, to put this into context, we looked at the church demolition in Ndeba. If you missed that, please go and look for the first part of this conversation. Go to www.newvision.co.ug forward slash podcasts. Solomon, let's continue. So far, the masses knew that uh, during this uh, pandemic season, evictions were on hold. Isn't that so? Yeah. Uh, according to the guidelines of the judiciary for starters, mm. evictions cannot happen at night. Eviction, evictions cannot happen during court vacation. But in this matter of Ndeba, mm. the eviction order was not issued by the court. Okay. The documents we saw indicate that the, the order was the demolition order, mm. in fact, mm. came from another Kampala institution, capital city authority. Cases, yeah. At least we saw the letter. So, and the letter, so the whatever all the issues mm. really came from that because if an order for demolition or, ev- or eviction come from us, we hand it to a court bailiff. These are people who are licensed. Now, these are the processes, actually. Yes. An eviction process. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is how it starts. When a court makes this, a pronouncement that this land belongs to so-and-so, mm-hmm. and probably they have vacant possession, mm. the court order is not implemented immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Mm. Usually, there is a period, there is a window of about six months okay. to let us, you know, just make sure that everything was uh, really looked at. Mm-hmm. We want to be sure that there are no loopholes that you, that, you know, were in that judgment. Um, in that period, someone is going to ec- extract a decree and then come back to court. We have an execution for the case of Kampala. We have an execution um, and beliefs division of the high court. So all court orders from Kampala area Kampala and neighboring areas yes. end up in the execution division of the high court. Mm-hmm. That execution division will examine the judgment of court to confirm that indeed the decree that has been ex- extracted mm. is, you know, speaks to the judgment that was passed by the court. So the execution division confirms the court order that mm. indeed that court order was given. And then it will set modalities that are to be followed by the bailiff mm. or by the parties uh, to evict whoever uh, lost the case in the court. Mm. And then the court execution division will invite these parties to agree on these modalities. Uh, that's where the party that lost can even ask court that for time mm, give me some time maybe you can too. say i know that i lost the matter but mm. please give me one year okay 
because I have property here, mm. I have a factory, I have my family here. Mm. I need to get some I don't have money now, but I need to construct somewhere. I'm in and the process shift. of constructing mm. and then I will shift my family. Mm. I will shift shift my property. Okay. So the court So there is always that agreement. Yeah, mm. some sort of dialogue between the parties. Uh, or you may call it some sort of mediation. Yes, yes. Because the court recognizes that uh, Max won, Solomon lost, but they are all before court. Yes. It is going to ask Max, you mm. know, what is it that you want to do so quickly? Mm-hmm. And Max is going to explain. Mm. Then Solomon will say, I've understood, I've understood his interests, mm. and I know that I lost. Mm. But I am requesting court to give me an order for stay of execution okay. for the next six months to allow me to do A, B, C, D. Mm. So the court will listen to that, evaluate, mm. and it will, either, it will either issue an order for stay of mm. execution mm. or not. Mm. And if court issues an order, it will clearly indicate the start and end date of mm. the stay order. Um, the court will also, if if there is an eviction that is supposed to take place, the court will show mm. which exact day should the evic- eviction happen, be done, mm. which property is to be affected, okay. what time is the eviction supposed to take place, which bailiff is You're supposed to is, mm. uh, spearheading the eviction, mm. and also there are guidelines for the bailiffs that eviction should take place between eight. And 6 p.m. during daytime. Okay. And evictions cannot take place on a weekend. Mm-hmm. Evictions cannot take place on a public holiday. Mm. Evictions cannot take place during court vacation. Evictions cannot take place at night. And court vacation, which period is that? Court vacation is between 15th July to 15th August for the High Court and all subordinate courts, the lower courts, okay. the magistrates courts. Okay. And then the beginning of August to the beginning to end of August mm. for Court of Appeal and the Supreme Court. Mm. Then we have another vacation window between 23rd December mm. up to 7th January every year. So during those two periods, mm. no eviction can take place. Okay. The reason we don't do evictions during those periods is because one party may be aggrieved or may want to challenge the process of mm. eviction mm. and they have to run to court. So if and during those periods, there's no way you can run to. Someone mm. can't really uh, seek run, uh, run to court for assistance. Mm. Even on a weekend, it can't happen. Even mm. at night, it can't mm. uh, On a True. public holiday, it can't happen. The, mm. So the, the bailiffs are assigned by the court go and execute the order okay. as it was issued. Mm. Uh, they know how to do it. And after that, they have to make a report back to court to indicate how they did it. The party, affected parties have to be notified. Mm. The police in the area through the DPC have to be notified. Okay. And the police has to confirm, also takes responsibility to confirm that indeed this mm. order was issued by the court. And I think and that's why many times in Uganda, yes. there are people who say that the people coming to evict have always worked with the police. It is usually part of the order. Okay. 
when you're going to evict the mm. guidelines show that the bailiff has to work hand in hand with the police because mm. the bailiff is not a security organization it's mm. just an individual mm. but when you're going to evict someone you ne- you need to ensure that there is going to be security for the people evicting mm. and the people who are being evicted to ensure that chaos mm. is not going to break out the police has to be there to protect the people and the property and the police sure is supposed that to be neutral in this case is mm. smooth yeah mm. the police is not supposed to be on either, either side mm. they are they are supposed to come and just watch mm. to make sure there's that law and order yeah mm. law and order mm. is being observed mm. and once the police see that things are getting out of hand mm. they can stop the eviction at any point okay until come is restored mm. in a, in short the eviction has to take to happen smoothly smoothly yes yeah mm. the you we can't see people fighting each other during an eviction mm. or someone breaking a house and not even allowing the people to remove their property mm. Mm. yeah they, there should be Uh, responsibility from either parties mm. yes now in comparison especially during this period of covid-19 have you um as the judiciary received a lot of these land cases are people getting justice okay what we did at the beginning when when the president announced lockdown mm. in march yes the honorable the chief justice also uh issued guidelines or issued a circular mm. first of all stopping all court hearings um and also stopped execution proceedings okay and the chief justice made it clear that unless someone has already attached property when you attach it means it is in your possession so it means you there is not going to be and and you know an eviction mm. um So for a long time we've not been doing these things. The execution hearings have not been happening, the court hearings have not been happening. Mm. But people had people continued filing cases. Mm. You file and then wait. Okay. So we don't okay. expect anyone to go and proceed with an execution of any sort because mm. Mm. if courts are not issuing orders how do you go and evict how do you evict yeah. true so mm. that's how you're hearing some most of the stories related to eviction or demolition in this period mm. are not based on orders from court people mm. are just doing it either using security or using uh, goons mm. to mm. conduct these activities mm. and this is the role of the police to ensure that these things do not happen because it is their duty to keep law and order mm. yes if there is a court order then the court the court is supposed to to clearly state what is supposed to happen mm. and when it's supposed to happen mm. yes thank you ladies and gentlemen for being with us this is all time that we have uh, would you like to say anything as a final remark or Yeah um my appeal to the people is uh we want you to embrace mediation. Mediation gives a chance to parties to resolve without going through the lengthy court process. Mm. It is cheap. Sometimes it's free. We have 
try to train mediators as judiciary in various parts of the country. Oh. But even where we don't have a trained mediator, you can use a priest. You can use a, a lawyer. You can use an elder. Some clan chiefs as yes, well. Yes, you mm. can use an opinion leader. Someone mm. respectable in your community. Uh, you can use even the OC, OC courts. LC2, LC3, they also assist in these things. Mm. Um, to avoid the laborious, lengthy, expensive court process, mm. especially in land matters, you can really have these matters sorted out in a short time through mediation. Thank you so much, Solomon, and have a great day. Thank you, Tom. This has been a two-part series on land eviction. In this conversation, we are together with the DGF. DGF is uh, the Democratic Governance Facility, uh, promoting justice and fairness to everyone. You've been listening to the New Vision Podcast. New Vision, New Vision.